Welcome to Lions Radio Network, where the show takes you on a roaring adventure with entertaining and stimulating topics focusing on entertainment, sports, business, world news, along with many other topics. Whatever your interests are, you will find them right here on Lions Radio Network. It's the new show that's the talk of the town. You're tuned in with host Donna Lyons for the latest in entertainment plus the most engaging discussions, top actors, musicians, and producers from Hollywood to Broadway. It's all entertainment. Delivering the buzz and the scoop in three, two, one. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Lions Radio Network. I am your host, Donna Lyons, and we are right here on iHeartRadio. And I'm so excited for my guest today. He's been here before for more than two decades. Scott Little Billman has been blazing a trail across the American Rock Highway, establishing himself as a versatile musician, singer, and songwriter. A tour veteran has played alongside many of the great legends of rocks and blues, like John Fogarty, Jelly Roll, Doug Pinnock, Ted Nugent, B.B. King, Pink Ray Charles, Johnny Lang, Hank Williams Jr., Zuzi Top, Buddy Guy, and the list goes on and on. And he's been moving and shaking and making some new music, and he is here to tell us all about it. Hey, Scott, welcome to the show. Hi, Donna. How are you? I am good. I'm so glad you could be here today. I know you're really busy. I know you've got a gig tonight, so we're going to make this a quick interview so that you can get going to do what you have to do. But um, tell us what's been going on with you. I mean, last time you came on, we told some of the funniest stories, and, and I will have you back again. But for today, I really want to focus on the new music that's coming out. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, sure. Um, so my last record was on uh, Metalville Records and um, out of Germany. And um, there's a few uh, sync things that are happening with some major motion pictures that I can't really talk about right now, but I'm very excited about. So that might be another topic for another day. Um, but the second record is done. Uh, Ron uh, Meyer played guitar on it, which is uh, he's just an incredible guitar player that uh, is a bit obscure in the industry, but he's just, just phenomenal, and he makes me sound so good. <laughs> uh, <produced laughs> by, um, uh, Miles Fullwider produced uh, the Grinder Blue stuff, and he did uh, my last record, and he did this one as well. And uh, Mike Varney, uh, the legendary Mike Varney from Shrapnel Records and stuff, he got to uh, play on it, and he's been very instrumental on uh, a lot of really um, great things. I mean, his lineage and his song structures and things like that, he's been just so helpful and a great friend. So um, that's what's happening there. On the musical side, um, I, you know, Grew up with Springsteen heavily, uh, the outlaw country stuff for sure. And then I was also mm-hmm. a Rush guy on uh, the drumming situation like that. So um, I was also a huge Pink Floyd guy. So there's a lot of elements uh, and different colors on this record that uh, I really enjoy. Uh, Heavy Head is very uh, Floydish. Um, love that tune. And uh, Rise Like Fire is getting some uh, action. I played that for a heavyweight here lately and came back and said, wow, that song was just, you know, really, really cool. So you never know. You do your best work. You use the influences that you have. Um, you stay as, as as original as you possibly can. Uh, a lot of these things are a repetition of another man's genius, if you will, uh, which we all talk about. But um, I'm very happy with the record. Uh, I'm looking for a home for it right now. I don't know. There's 
the industry has changed so much. And uh, honestly, I've had three different record deals, and I've worked with, you know, a lot of great people, as you said, and things like that. And you sit around and have a beer or a coffee or whatever, it's, there's still a lot of stock on uh, the independent thing, which um, takes a little more work. But uh, with Spotify and all that kind of stuff, um, yeah, it's an you know it's an angle that you can do. Like when I go to Europe, I can sell a vinyl for fifty bucks, honestly, you know, and find it, sell it for like fifty yeah. bucks. Versus having to go through a label and stuff. So there's there's pros and cons. There always has been, but it seems like uh, right now. Um, Fill up in the air on uh, the approach to that, but I am very, very happy with this record. And when do we think? I mean, once you find a home for it, that's when it's going to come out. Yeah, usually what happens is, or this is how it goes, is that when you do sign, it's it's uh, ninety days from like when you sign, and then they do a uh, you do some press on it. They get it um, happening with like a radio plan, et cetera, et cetera, and. Um, that's kind of a bummer, you know, because it's like, man, I just got signed. You want to get it out there, and everybody's anxious and things. But it's a very delicate um, procedure, and I've got a couple deals on the table right now um, that are good labels. They're they're really good. I don't want to sign deal that doesn't follow through. I've had a uh, I won't start dropping names here, but um, it's really funny how when you sign record deals like that, it's almost immediate that they start breaching contracts and everything like that and stuff. So, um, oh, yeah. I know a lot of artists have had uh, great success with it. You know, like, hey, man, I got signed and everything just went as planned, and I have yet to see that. And, um, you know, when you start breaching contracts, then it goes a whole, it goes sideways really quick. And, and it's like, well, that's a whole other rabbit hole of how you want to approach that. So I, uh, I love the universe, you know, the universe. I really uh, study the Tao Te Ching and Lao Tzu and Alan Watts uh, heavily and meditate and everything and kind of guides me along. So uh, how it works out, it works out. Yeah. You know, I was going to ask you the most bizarre question because I was just thinking about this when you were talking about vinyls and stuff. What, mm-hmm. How has the streaming platforms, how have the streaming platforms affected the music industry do you think it's negative positive both i that's a great question uh i think it's negative honestly um when you talk to uh i mean you can go back i mean you know there's people that are just coming into the business and there's been people that have been in this business for a million years and um you know like on the fogey thing and stuff like that it it, it mm-hmm. those guys and things really made their money back in the day where they were getting paid on radio, they were getting paid on merchandise, they are getting paid on gig money, they're doing, I mean, everything mm-hmm. gets paid. And, yeah. um, you know, and when I hear a band that I really love, uh, I'll buy the record. I mean, I like buy it. I'll put, I'll go and I'll, I'll make the effort to either buy the physical product or, um, you know, I'll buy it off there. I'm not really, I don't pay for Amazon or, you know, any of the streaming things. I, I, I really don't. Um, it, so anyways, to answer your question, I, I think it's very negative. And actually, uh, Snoop Dogg actually had a, I watched an interview with him that was really great. And he said that, you know, man, you sell a record for 10 bucks, 15 bucks, whatever, vinyl, CD, whatever like that. You get it. I mean, that's just how it's an exchange right there. But to pay $20. Right. To, to have anything you want. Like an artist will send me 
like they'll say, you know, am I available to do a sideman gig on this thing or whatever? I'm like, yeah, sure. And I mean, it's like all I have to do is either go to YouTube or go to Spotify or something, and I'm listening to everything for free. And I have students that are, um, we were going over some Peter Gabriel, old Peter Gabriel stuff, which was just so great, and the So record and thing. And, and you know, he's just knocking out these records um, right in front of him for, I don't know, what, 20 bucks a month? And when I was growing mm-hmm. up, it was, you know, walking on the high, uh, the hallway in your junior high going, my God, you got the, this, you know, I got it on cassette. Let me borrow it. Don't lose it. <laughs> Don't lose the cassette, man. You know, and I got this cassette. And it's this physical product that you walked around that was gold. And um, yeah. if you didn't have that, then you're hoping it's going to come on, you know, come on the radio. And um, so to answer that question, and, you know, the the big artists, you know that are really killing it right now, stuff like that. They could be killing it more. They they really yeah. could. Uh, the the Spotify thing is not good for anybody, in my opinion. It's good for the consumer that's out there and like, hey, you know, I'm driving around and I'm put in some, you know, uh, something current or something old or try this. You ever heard this band? Put that in, and it's just, they're just going through it. But there's no exchange other than this uh, twenty dollars a month thing that went. I did a nice gig um, at the House of Blues a few years ago uh, with some pretty major artists that were fabulous. And we all know who they are, and it was great. And they were talking in the green room. Um, had like 170 million runs or something like that on uh, their tune, and uh, he got like a $2,000 wow. check. And wow. The money is just not there. So I don't know. I don't want to be – it's, it's, it's kind you know, of I miss the days when it was the thing. vinyls. You know, you walked into the record store and you had to like, you know, thumb through them all. And like you said, you're picking up a physical item and you're bringing it home yeah. and you're listening to it. I miss those days. It was so much Absolutely. fun. Plus, yeah, and I mean, plus the fidelity. I mean, the the, the yeah. kids these days and stuff, what they're listening to and how they're listening to it. I mean, they're losing, I don't know what, seventy five, eighty percent of the fidelity that goes into. The mastering, the mixing, also uh, concept records. You know, I'm a huge Floyd guy, and it's like, how would the Wall do these days, or how would you know Dark Side yeah. of the Moon do these days? You know, I really don't don't know. And uh, with the attention span of what's going on, I don't know. It's a whole other animal. I mean, and it really takes a lot of energy. Songs and write the best songs you can, and then you want to go out and play them live, and then you're setting all that up and things like this, and then all of a sudden this that's 20% and 80% is your social media, your Spotify numbers, the, your Instagram, this, that, and all this, and how your YouTube doing and all that kind of thing. And, um, you know, it's very Darwin, you know, where it's not the strongest yeah. animal or the smartest animal. It's, it's the most adaptable animal that, that survives. And I get with that. I mean, there's things that new technology all the time that I have to get with, um, when people are sending me tracks and things like that. So, you know, yeah. it's all well and good, but the the consumer um, part of it, um, you know, it's uh, even on the Jelly Roll thing, you know, I think he did it um, the right way where he was, uh, yeah, you know, was out there dealing drugs to a certain extent, um, but he was also mm-hmm. getting out mixtapes, ta- uh, you know, and right. and doing that. And it got, and that's a gorilla way to do it. And um, that's, that's great. You know, mm-hmm. if anybody still has a CD player in their car, <laughs> I don't even know if they do. <laughs> Oh, I don't even know if you can what find them. I guess you have to go on eBay or something. <laughs> yeah, right? 
So, I, you know, I've been in this industry for a while, and I'm still playing catch-up. And, and with, when I go play with these, uh, you know, very legendary people and stuff like that, they're scratching their head, too. You know, yeah. they're scratching their head, too, on, on, like, what the, you know, all these different formats with a different way to go around it. So, um, to na- answer your initial question, I I have seen from a lot of different angles that I, I think it's a negative effect. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But the world is changing, my friend. It's crazy. And I and, mm-hmm. and it's so different from when we were kids. And you look at it now and go, oh, my God. It's so weird. Yeah. It's crazy. It really is. It's insane. Well, so where are you tonight? So what are you doing tonight? Oh, uh, I got a call to um, – Eric Sardinas is a really, really, really innovative – He's been around for a while. He's a dobro uh, player that is just – he's really taken that instrument uh, to a whole new level. And I'm really uh, impressed on how he's self-taught technically um, and how he plays dobro and how he tunes. And he's got a whole thing, man. He's got a whole thing. And he's been around, you know, for a while. When I was out uh, doing the blues scene heavily um, – yeah. Eric was always around. He was signed on uh, uh, Steve Vai's label. He's done a lot of great stuff. He's doing a good label now. It's uh, Ear Records or something. They got like the Hollywood vampires and things and stuff. But um, I'm honored to be playing with him tonight. We're going to go play in Hermosa Beach. We've got like a five-day run, and uh, it's a good time. Great guy. Um, and the whole camp is great. Uh, Chris Smith is on base, and uh, um, it's I'm looking forward to it. Throwing down tonight, old school. You know, there's no track. There's no Ableton, you know, DJ yeah. enemies or whatever. I mean, it's like, hey, man, this is this is why we got into it. We really create uh, an organic energy that is like church. And that's what I love about the blues. Going back to all the jam bands that I've worked with, yeah. and, uh, with and stuff, it's People, you know, hey, I like that song, but when it starts to morph into something where there's peaks and valleys are going, it's really phenomenal. And the cool thing about it is it's not the same show every night. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, uh, these, um, yeah, like with the country artists and things like that, a lot of it is like, here's the click tracks, this is what it is, and you're just writing in the next song, he's going to say this, this light show, you know, the light hits yeah. here, and, <laughs> and all that. And now it's like, well. The same every night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's no, you know, um, but you know, there's camaraderie on stage and things like that, but nothing like the old school throwdowns. And uh, so, anyways, I'm excited about that. And we uh, hit tonight, I think at uh, I don't know nine o'clock or something. But it's um, it's in uh, Hermosa Beach, and if you're in the California area, come on down. Come on down. Where is it at in Hermosa Beach? <laughs> oh, you're gonna. You know, I'm actually uh, picking my brain up. I believe it's St. Rock. Okay. The venue called We'll have to put that out there. All right. Yeah. Well, listen, we are running out of time, and I'm so glad I got to catch up with you a little bit. I want everybody to know that the next time you come on, it is definitely going to be the long show because you have some (laughs) of the greatest stories to tell. And and you made me laugh so hard the last time. Oh, my God, those stories were hilarious. So we need to tell some more of those stories, and I will definitely have you back on. All right. Sounds great. It's always a pleasure. And um, 
you're just such an awesome, beautiful person. So I, I really appreciate uh, it. And thanks, Scotty. You are too. I I'm just so glad that we're friends and that we connected and mm-hmm. I can have you on and um I look forward to hearing the new music. I'm excited about it. And I'm actually gonna play some of your music when we when I take the uh show out. So I'm going to say goodbye to you and thank you again and have a good show tonight and we will talk soon. All right. Bless your heart. Thank you so much. Bye, Scott. All right. Bye-bye. Oh, everyone. That is Scott Little Billman. And I'm actually going to play from the album, The Legend of Hipster Billings, uh, Money Lies hate and drugs and i hope you guys enjoy it as much as i do it's one of my favorite songs um and enjoy it thanks for tuning in everyone have a great rest of your day what's a good man